Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you're interested for more podcasts like this in the future, just search for Zendependently Minded, share with all your friends for more content in the future. The world is in our hands. Let's do something with it. On today's episode of MMA Minded, I'm just going to go over my greatest UFC fighters in each weight division of all time, and then at the very end, I'm going to give my three personal goats. Quick disclaimer for anybody says that, oh, you didn't go over the women's UFC fighters, or you don't know shit about UFC fighters that are women, I'm just going to say it right out the bat. Amanda Nunes is the only female UFC fighter that you need to know about. She's the most dominant. She beat Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, Cyborg, and she's going to destroy whoever they throw at her next, whether it's Michelle Watterson or Joanna. I uh, don't know how to say her last name. But anyways, jumping right into it, start with the flyweight division, smallest division, in my opinion, worst and most boring, least talented division out there. But the greatest of all time for that division, as of right now, is Demetrius Johnson, just because he went on biggest uh, title streak defense I think ever I think he defended it like 12 times nobody could touch the dude for years uh, I think he beat Henry Cejudo the first time and then the second time he destroyed him uh, got destroyed by him so um, the runner-up for that is Henry Cejudo and I think if Henry, if Henry Cejudo decides to defend the flyweight belt and keeps defending it he could probably be the most dominant and best flyweight of all time in curb Demetrius Johnson to the second place or runner-up area. So, Demetrius Johnson, greatest flyweight of all time, Henry Cejudo second. Going up to bantamweight, my pick for the greatest bantamweight of all time is pretty pretty easy to pick, Dominic Cruz. He's the most dominant bantamweight ever. There's nobody really comes close to him besides the runner-up. The runner-up is Miguel Torres. If it wasn't for Dominic Cruz, Miguel Torres would clearly be the greatest bantamweight of all time. They both were just very dominant, looked like they were invincible and untouchable for the longest, and looks like Dominic Cruz might still come back to fight, so we'll see how that goes. Jumping down to featherweight, obviously Max Holloway is the greatest featherweight of all time, and he's still not even done. He's only 27. He has his toughest test coming up, Alexander Volkanovsky um, on UFC 245, one of the most stacked cards I've ever seen. And the runner-up's going to be Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo's a little overrated to me because he was, I think, the first featherweight uh, UFC fighter of all time. First featherweight champion, obviously. Um, and he didn't have a lot of competition, and he beat a lot of nobodies. And then he lost to Max Holloway twice. Um, I think he lost to Dustin Poirier, I think. No, I don't think they fought. But... He lost to Connor, obviously. So, greatest featherweight of all time, Max Holloway. And I think he's going to keep that title and keep building on it for a while. He's only 27, so we'll see where the future holds with Max Holloway. Going down to lightweight, it's pretty easy to pick this one. It's 28-0. The greatest wrestlers of the lightweight division. The greatest wrestler the lightweight division has ever seen. Khabib Nurmagomedov. It's 28-0. He's lost one round in the UFC. What is there to say about him? Last time he lost was like last century. So, Khabib Nurmagomedov, best lightweight of all time. 
probably going to stay there forever, if not a very long time. The runner-up is Tony Ferguson, who I hope to see the greatest lightweight and the runner-up for greatest lightweight fight together, because they're both on like 12 or 13 fight win streaks in the UFC. They're both insanely talented, both got super high motors. I think Tony Ferguson has the better motor, though, so we're going to have to see how Khabib deals with his pressure um, and his awkward striking and awkward striking angles when it comes to their fight, because they need to fight. Tony Ferguson is getting old. He's like 34 or 35. He's reaching the tail end of his prime, so they need to make that fight happen. Come on, Dana White, get your head out of your ass, make that fight happen. Going up to... To me, the second most stacked division behind the lightweight division in the UFC currently, welterweight division, George St. Pierre. He is personally my favorite fighter of all time. He is one of the greatest of all time and is by far the best welterweight of all time. And second up guy, runner up, is Tyron Woodley. And Tyron Woodley gets doesn't get enough credit because of the way he got the belt uh, once GSP relinquished the belt. And basically said he was retiring for like the four years he was gone. Tyron Woodley instantly became UFC champion. He didn't beat GSP to get it. He wouldn't have beat GSP had they fought. Um, he got it because he was interim champ, I think. But nonetheless, Tyron Woodley went on a really big, dominant run. He was a very good wrestler, and nobody could touch him until Kamaru Usman came along and dominated him, doing the thing that he did, dominating everyone else before him. But there's mutual respect from Kamara Usman to Tyron Woodley. I don't think Tyron Woodley likes Usman, but Usman straight up said Tyron Woodley is the GOAT. He's wrong. GSP would wipe the floor with him if they fought three times. He'd beat him all three times. Um, but that being said, Tyron Woodley's runner-up, George St. Pierre's greatest welterweight of all time. Going to middleweight, Anderson Silva is the greatest of all time for the middleweight division, and Dan Henderson is second to me. I'm going to start off with Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson was kind of fighting in the dark ages of the UFC. Um, he doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion, but he's fought the most guys. He's beat the most guys as far as, besides Anderson Silva in the middleweight division, so he's runner-up. Anderson Silva is one of the most overrated fighters to me. Um... A lot of people give John Jones shit for what he's done, but Anderson Silva has done the same, but he's called the GOAT. Um, he did PEDs, he got busted, got suspended, got in trouble. Um, I think he has a no contest thrown in there too. So he was a very good dominant fighter, but he was not the same. He kept getting injuries and all that after he got caught and busted and stopped doing PEDs. So Anderson Silva, still the greatest middleweight of all time, but... He is not seen as the goal in my eyes, and he is disqualified from that conversation because of what he did and because of his cheating. So coming down to light heavyweight, another controversial fighter, but who is dominant nonetheless, John Bones Jones. He's the greatest light heavyweight UFC fighter of all time. In his prime, which was when he was on PEDs, because if you watch him fight now, he's not even close to the same fighter. Um, he's not even Bones in my opinion, he's just more like grind out for a decision win and hope for the best. The last fight with, um, what's his name, Tiago Santos was one of the closest fights I've seen him in probably since the first Gustafson fight. Because he's not on PDs anymore, he doesn't move as fast, doesn't hit as hard, um, 
and doesn't advance forward because he can't eat shots the way he did when he was on the juice. So, John Jones, still the greatest light heavyweight of all time. Second, I feel like this should be unanimous at this point because of all the things he did to change the UFC. Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell had some serious power. He was such a fun, um, enthusiastic, enigmatic fighter to watch. Chuck Liddell is the runner-up, and if it wasn't for John Jones' dominance and the fact that he's never actually legit lost a fight, Chuck Liddell would be best light heavyweight in my opinion, and he is one of my favorite fighters. One of the most underrated guys, Chuck Liddell, runner-up for light heavyweight. And going on to the last division, heavyweight. Um, I might get some crap for this because heavyweight over the history of the UFC has had some serious legends. But I'm going to say Stipe Miocic is the greatest heavyweight of all time in the UFC just because of the people he's been able to beat. He beat Daniel Cormier recently. Even after losing to him, he adjusted later in the rounds after losing the first three rounds. He was able to adjust with those beautiful body hooks and body uppercuts and then knock Daniel Cormier out. He also has beat Francis Ngannou. I think he's beat Derek Lewis before. So Stipe... There's not anybody that Stipe hasn't beat yet, but I'm not sure if he can win this trilogy third um, matchup rematch with Daniel Cormier because if Daniel Cormier would have taken his coach's advice and kept his hands up, he wouldn't have gotten knocked out. But Stipe Miocic, greatest heavyweight of all time in the UFC, Daniel Cormier is runner-up. Daniel Cormier also went on a very big, long, dominant run. In the UFC, long stretch without losing, and then he ran into drugged up, juice head, John Jones and lost. Um, but I still think John Jones beat him fairly in that fight. The second one obviously was a no contest. Um, so Daniel Cormier, heavyweight, runner up. And to finish up this episode of MMA Minded, I'm just going to go over who my personal goats are. Number one, George St. Pierre. Um, like I said, he went on two dominant runs. First one was a little short-lived because I think he met Matt Hughes and he lost. Um, but then his second run, he just he just couldn't lose. Retired for four years, came back, looked better than ever, and beat Michael Bisping and shut his mouth. So GSP, greatest of all time. Next greatest of all time was Conor McGregor. Might get crap for this because he wasn't able to defend either of his belts. He never chose to. He got them vacated, both of them. Um, but in a short period of time, Conor McGregor revolutionized the UFC and changed it for the better. He became the first simultaneous champ champ ever. Uh, paved the way for Amanda Nunes and then Henry Cejudo. So Conor McGregor, um, he changed the sport for the better. Um, I don't think the UFC needs him anymore like they did, but... He propelled it and has broken records for them, like the top three most watched fights in the UFC history are of Conor McGregor, because everyone loves his talking, but he can back it up with this unique Muay Thai kickboxing skills. Um, let's hope to see him come back at the end of this year or early next year, and continue to build his legacy and fix what he broke with the fans. And my third greatest of all time in UFC history is going to be Hoist Gracie, just because he's a pioneer of the sport. He changed the game um, with his jiu-jitsu. He put jiu-jitsu on the map for the UFC and MMA. Um, the UFC wouldn't be here without Hoist Gracie, so it would be disrespectful to not put him on the list. 
that's going to wrap up my episode of MMA Minded. Let me know what you guys think. Stay tuned for more content like this in the future. Don't forget to search as independently minded and share with friends. And don't forget, the world is in our hands. Let's do something with it.